Hello, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Today is the 11th of December, day 345 out of the year, and we are reading from 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1 to 16. Let's begin with a reading from the Bible. Instructions for elders, warnings against false teachers. Now the Holy Spirit tells us clearly that in the last time some will turn away from the true faith. They will follow deceptive spirits and teachings that come from demons. These people are hypocrites and liars and their consciences are dead. They will say it is wrong to be married and wrong to eat certain foods. But God created those foods to be eaten with thanks by faithful people who know the truth. Since everything God created is good, we should not reject any of it but receive it with thanks. For we know it is made acceptable by the word of God and prayer. A good servant of Christ Jesus. If you explain these things to the brothers and sisters, Timothy, you will be a worthy servant of Christ Jesus. One who is nourished by the message of faith and the good teaching. Do not waste time arguing over godless ideas and old wives' tales. Instead, train yourself to be godly. Physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better, promising benefits in this life and in the life to come. This is a trustworthy saying and everyone should accept it. This is why we work hard and continue to struggle. For our hope is in the living God, who is the saviour of all people and particularly of all believers. Teach these things and insist that everyone learn them. Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Be an example to all believers in what you say, in the way you live, in your love, your faith and your purity. Until I get there, focus on reading the scriptures to the church, encouraging the believers and teaching them. Do not neglect the spiritual gift you received through the prophecy spoken over you when the elders of the church laid their hands on you. Give your complete attention to these matters. Throw yourself into your tasks so that everyone will see your progress. Keep a close watch on how you live and on your teaching. Stay true to what is right for the sake of your own salvation and the salvation of those who hear you. This is the word of the Lord. Here ends the first reading. Now let's turn to the New Living Translation. The last times began with Christ's resurrection and will continue until his return when he will set up his kingdom and judge all humanity. False teachers were and still are a threat to the church. Jesus and the apostles repeatedly warned against them. It is not enough that a teacher appears to know what he is talking about, is disciplined and moral or says that he is speaking for God. If his words contradict the Bible, his teaching is false. Like Timothy, we must guard against any teaching that causes believers to dilute or reject any aspect of their faith. Such false teaching can be very direct or extremely subtle. Believers ought to respond quickly when they sense false teaching being promoted. The truth does not mind honest questions. Sometimes the source may prove to be ignorant or the error and appreciate the corrections. But a firm warning may at least keep potential victims from the disastrous result of apostasy that Paul described. For how to spot false teaching, see the notes. Paul said the false teachers were hypocrites and liars who encouraged people to follow deceptive spirits and teachings that come from demons. 
The danger that Timothy faced in Ephesus seemed to have come from certain people in the church who were following some Greek philosophers who taught that the body was evil and only the soul mattered. The false teachers refused to believe that the God of creation was good because he was because he was contact with the physical world would have soiled him. Though these Greek-influenced church members honoured Jesus, they could not believe he was truly human. Paul knew that their teachings, if left unchecked, would greatly distort Christian truth. Satan deceives people by offering a clever imitation of the real thing. The false teachers gave stringent rules, such as forbidding people to marry or to eat certain foods. This made them appear self-disciplined and righteous. Their strict disciplines for the body, however, could not remove sin. Must not be unduly impressed by a teacher's style or credentials. We must look to his teaching about Jesus Christ. His conclusions about Christ show the source of his message. In opposition to the false teachers, Paul affirmed that everything God created is good. We should ask for God's blessing on his created gifts that give us pleasure and thank him for them. This doesn't mean that we should abuse what God has made. For example, gluttony abuses God's gift of good food, lust abuses God's gift of love, and murder abuses God's gift of life. Instead of abusing, we should enjoy these gifts by using them to serve and honour God. Have you thanked God for the good gifts he has given you? Are you using the gifts in ways pleasing to you and to God? Are you in shape both physically and spiritually in our society much emphasis is placed on physical fitness but spiritual health is even more important our physical health is susceptible to disease and injury but faith can sustain us through any tragedy to train ourselves to be godly we must develop our faith by using our god-given abilities in the service of the church are you developing your spiritual muscles Christ is the saviour for all, but his salvation becomes effective only for those who trust him. Timothy was a young pastor. It would have been easy for older Christians to look down on him because of his youth. He had to earn the respect of his elders by setting an example in his speech, life, love, faith and purity. Regardless of your age, God can use you. Whether you are young or old, don't think of your age as a handicap. Live so others can see Christ in you. Apparently, Timothy needed some encouragement. Most likely, so do many people around you. Each day, we have many opportunities to support and inspire family members, fellow workers and even total strangers. People need help and affirmation all along the way. Paul modelled six important principles to help us encourage others. 1. Begin with encouragement. People who know we will encourage them will be happy to work with us. 2. Expect of others only what you expect of yourself. People will resist being held to unfair standards. 3. Develop expectations of others with consideration for their skills, maturity and experience. People will reject or fail to meet expectations that do not fit them. Be patient with distracted or slow learners. 4. Monitor your expectations of others. Changing circumstances sometimes require revised or reduced expectations. 5. 
Clarify your expectations with others. People are not likely to hit a target that no one has identified. Six, end with encouragement. People love to be thanked for a job well done. The scriptures referred to here are, in fact, the Old Testament. We must make sure to emphasise the entire Bible, both the Old and the New Testament. There are rich rewards in studying the people, events, prophecies and principles of the Old Testament. Highly skilled and talented athletes lose their abilities if their muscles aren't toned by constant use. Likewise, we will lose our spiritual gifts if we don't put them to good work. Our talents are improved by exercise, but failing to use them causes them to waste away from lack of practice and nourishment. What gifts and abilities has God given you? Use them regularly in serving God and others. We must be on constant guard against falling into sin that can so easily destroy us. Yet we must watch what we believe, just as closely. Wrong beliefs can quickly lead us into sin and heresy. We should be on guard against those who would persuade us that how we live is more important than what we believe. We should keep a close watch on both staying true to the faith. Here ends the second reading. Lord, this day let us pray that we would encourage one another, that we'd treat them as if it were ourselves, that we wouldn't put unhelpful or overburdening expectations on them that we wouldn't put on ourselves Lord we know that we're called to live a meaningful and godly life so help us this day walk in faith and trust Lord we need you give us the strength to manage our mind our emotions our physical and our spiritual lives In the name of Jesus, amen.